welcome back to the Aspire Pre-Med Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. V, and I felt a pressing need to make this episode because there's this recurring theme in a lot of the conversations I have with students about the very topic we're going to discuss today. The title of today's episode is essentially a call to action. Stop comparing yourself to others. This is so important because the second you can set yourself free from this, you can then make space to focus on your growth. If we're giving space to fear, anxieties, worries, uncertainty, then it's impossible to dedicate ourselves to introspection, improvement, and progress. So we're going to talk about why it's important to stop comparing yourself to others, and maybe some ideas as to how to get there. But let's step back for a minute. Why is it such a common thing to compare ourselves to others? Why do we do this? I think the reason for that is pretty evident. It's that whether we like it or not, we are essentially being compared to our peers in the med school application process and all along the path to med school. Our progress, our credentials, and so on are in some way being compared to those of our peers. Every grade we get essentially falls on a bell curve. The bell curve is literally created based on how we fall relative to our peers. Are we average? Are we an outlier? So it's kind of hardwired into us that comparisons are taking place whether we like it or not. And that's just the honest truth. The reality is that if you're on the path to becoming a physician, you're going to be taking exams for a long time to come. So to some extent, we're obligated to make peace with the fact that these comparisons are happening because it's just an important part of holding us accountable and tracking our progress professionally. So this process of comparison is kind of built into the system, and from an accountability standpoint, it's not all bad. However, the problem arises when we allow comparisons to evoke fear, insecurities, and doubts within ourselves. When our perceptions of ourselves are influenced by this, it has the potential to really destabilize our growth, our sense of self, and our well-being. The road to becoming a physician and thriving once you get there is a long one. That's why it's so important now to learn how to change our mindset, our consciousness, as we go through this process. It's important to address this at the pre-med stage so it doesn't become a recurring theme in your career. How many of you have heard about imposter syndrome? There are many definitions floating about, but I would define imposter syndrome as kind of this um, headspace you're in when you've convinced yourself that despite objective evidence to the contrary, your achievements, your accolades, your knowledge, your know-how, you truly feel that deep down you are not deserving of the role that's been granted to you. You might wonder, how did I even get here? And say to yourself, I don't belong here. I somehow must have fooled the people who saw my potential. And on some level, we genuinely convince ourselves that our getting to that point professionally was somehow fraudulent, even though it wasn't, that we're not deserving. If you've ever felt this way, know that this is more common than you think, and it really shakes people up. In fact, there's a great paper published recently in the Mayo Clinic Proceedings. This is in September 2022 by Dr. Schoenfeld et al., entitled Imposter Phenomenon in U.S. Physicians. They used an imposter phenomenon scale, so to speak, and over 20% had scores in the frequent or intense range. And of course, it goes without saying that these feelings could be associated with an increased risk of downstream consequences, the least of which were feelings of burnout or unfulfillment. 
so it's not an uncommon experience among established physicians, which is why it's so important to learn how to manage imposter syndrome much earlier on in your pre-med years. So while imposter syndrome may arise from a number of different causes, I mention it in this episode because it could very well tie into the consequences of comparing oneself to others. Ultimately, it all comes down to the idea of how we perceive ourselves. Why should we measure our self-worth based on where we feel we stand relative to other people? And again, I think at times this happens on a level that we're not even conscious of. So if you could relate to this even a little bit, there's a lot of rewiring that has to take place, and that takes a conscious effort. But again, this is important to do, because we need to dedicate that space instead to our growth and progress. I don't know if this will apply to everyone, but I'll share my experiences and what I've done to cope over the years. This may or may not resonate with you. Of course, if you're lucky enough, it's always helpful to have someone in your corner encouraging you, showing you your potential. But if you don't have that, and even if you do, you have to be able to believe those things for yourself first. You have to see your potential. And that's hard sometimes, especially if you happen to be in an environment where the culture is just much more competitive, where you feel it around you. Different schools have different pre-med cultures, if you will. I've spoken about this a lot in prior episodes. My experience in college felt very competitive, and maybe that was just my perception of it. And I found myself never studying together with my pre-med classmates. Most of my social circle, my friends, were outside of that pre-med community, which is in stark contrast to what it was like in my med school and residency. But I think I shared this story with you a few episodes ago. I featured an interview with a pediatric intensivist, and we had met in the cardiac ICU when we were both in training. Truly one of the greatest clinicians and all-around human beings I've ever met. And as I shared, we learned after the fact that years ago, We'd been in the same large undergraduate program, actually studying in the same lounge without realizing it. And I regret that we didn't engage with each other at that time, because looking back, what a wonderful source of support we could have been for each other had we done so. But I think I was so closed off at that time that I wasn't really open to the possibility that you could find someone who has your back like that in the pre-med world. The moral of the story here is that if you're constantly in that headspace, and not allowing yourself to be open, you may miss out on potentially wonderful things. So I recognize that everyone's situation is different, but sometimes the solution to combating what feels like a competitive pre-med culture is challenging that with an openness to find a like-minded buddy. Find someone with whom you can create a healthy support system. And in so doing, you're not comparing yourself to each other, but lifting each other up. And if you're fortunate enough that you have a very supportive pre-med culture, consider leaning into that. So of course, having some kind of support system in place may help us to stop comparing ourselves to others, because in many ways, we have that positive reinforcement from someone else. But if that's not possible to get, and even if it is, the real secret to stop comparing ourselves to others is to look for the answer within ourselves. I can't tell you how many times I get the question, how do I stand out? And the truth is, the thing that makes you unique is already unfolding organically, whether you realize it or not. What brought you to medicine and how you've chosen to nurture that passion is uniquely you. 
You could have pre-med students with the exact set of grades, even participating in the same exact clinical experience, in the same exact role, but each could be getting something very different out of it. For example, you can have three volunteers in an oncology clinic, all of whom were shaped by the experience. One person may leave that experience inspired to become an oncologist, another to become a palliative care physician, another to dedicate her life to cancer drug development and academia. Your path is like your fingerprint, uniquely you. I say this because it's important to come to terms with the inevitability that in comparing yourself to others, you will find that everyone's journey is different from yours. So what I found most helpful for me to overcome comparing myself to others was the process of leaning into my path, my passions, and what empowers me to be my authentic self. It's also helpful to take comfort in the fact that many medical schools embrace what's known as the holistic review in med school admissions. You can read more about this by searching on the AAMC website. But essentially what this means is that many medical schools not only take into account your academic metrics, but also other things that make you uniquely you, and what's in keeping with their school's mission. In other words, in many cases, your attributes and experiences are also factored in because it's recognized that there is so much that makes you who you are and that these things also contribute greatly to the physician that you could one day become. I think keeping this piece in mind is helpful. Anyway, I know for many of us, avoiding comparing ourselves to others is no easy feat. I will also add this. When something in life is so triggering and evokes fear, anxiety, or insecurities, that usually means that there's something in there for us to learn and to uncover about ourselves. Paying attention to what scares us and what shakes our confidence can help us understand ourselves better and hopefully through that work help us to overcome it. At the end of the day too, it's important to dedicate energy to appreciating what makes each of us unique and what would make each of us a strong and empowered physician. Ultimately, you have beautiful gifts to share with this world, and it's important never to forget that. Anyway, these are just my musings on what I feel is something that many of us face in all stages of our careers, and I hope you found it helpful. At the end of the day, remember that we have to make space for our growth and progress, and that work starts now at the pre-med level. If you're enjoying the Aspire Pre-Med podcast, click follow on your podcast platform of choice. I'll see you next time for another episode. Have a great week, everyone.